like the trash and recycling services, I'm one day later than usual if it's a holiday. So if, usually I'm going to release on Tuesdays. If there's a holiday that week, it's one day later, so it'll be released on Wednesday. New rule, just made it up. Bonus of uh, making your own podcast. halfway through my episode, the one I have formed in my mind, the one I have thought through and fought for and carved out time for and scheduled for and researched for and (laughs) never fails. The night before I'm supposed to release it or the night before I don't have time to record anymore and need to at least have a really good strong uh, format, skeleton so to speak, my body's like, nope, you got it wrong again. This is it. This is what you're going to talk about. And then once that makes itself known, I look back on my week and I'm like, holy shit, you're right. Because this was the theme of the week. And for this week, it was fear. And I realized just how, A, I I feel like I'm in constant fear. But B, I'm also like, always doing shit that I am afraid of like I never let it stop me but it doesn't ever I never feel like that enjoyment or like I was so afraid of this and I did it and now I'm relieved I never get it feels like I don't ever have that relief because then there's a next thing and I don't know what that means maybe it means I'm supposed to just accept this gift of doing shit I'm afraid of all the time Regardless of the fact that it's nothing usually that needs to be feared, but sometimes it is. Um, I don't know. I don't know the lesson. All I know is apparently this week it's going to be about fear. And here we are. I've already spent (laughs) hours recording and you will never hear any of it. And this is the part about podcasting that I always remember. So I remember hearing that a lot and thinking, what? how does that even make sense? Like you either know or you don't, blah, 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 whatever. You know, we're all so judgmental. And when do we become that way, by the way? Who even knows? I don't. But we, it seems we've become so quick to judge or so quick to know, quote, unquote, the answer when it's not even our situation or, or our story or our line of thinking or anything to do with us. Yet we know we, we are so confident in our knowing I'm guilty of it too. I'm just saying like, it's crazy to me, but yeah. So deep breath, Brit. Oh my God. I just finished recording everything I needed. And then this shit comes out. Literally I hit end, listened to it, downloaded it, was going to edit it later on. And I, and then this just hit me before I got off the bed. I'm like, oh my God, no, it's about fear.
So I know better than to question anything that comes to me like that. When it happens and I feel it, done. I'm on board. Uh, that doesn't make it easier, but it does make it it does make it so that I'm more confident. Like I'm confident knowing that. Maybe that's a gift too. Sometimes things hit me out of left field and I'm like, okay, so I've done all of this for what? Doesn't matter. Because I know when that shit comes at me from left field, I can trust it. 100%. Just like right now, I'm willing to forego and get rid of all the stuff I recorded this entire week. The stuff I felt like I spent so much time on, but it's 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 not good for this week. I could. I could be lazy or I could be complacent and do that, but I'm not. That's not why I did this. I did this to, for so many reasons, but one of them is to express myself and to really follow my hits and leads because those have never let me down. So I know this week is meant to be fear. We're going to talk about fear this week. There is a shit ton of info about that. What it feels like, what it looks like, and it's different for every person, obviously. But how it can affect you, how it can be good for you. Fear, okay, so fear conjures up for a lot of people these negative feelings or these, oh, no, 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 we got we to gotta get away from that. Or we got to push it away or we got to hide that or we got to keep it that from someone we love. No, the fuck you don't. Don't do that. Fear is amazing. Fear is beautiful. Fear is good. It is all good. You just need to accept it and look it face on, which is fearful. I'm fearful of it still, but it's scary. Excuse me. (coughs) Damn. All this rain is really not to lose some shit in the trees and stuff, but... It's okay to be afraid. In fact, it's normal. And if you're not afraid, that's not a bad thing. It's just fear is so good. It's so good. And I'm learning that even now. You got to trust me for that. But listen, I'm about to have a coughing fit, which I never do. So clearly this needs to happen. Um, But yeah, so this week is about fear. Let it soak in. Let it mingle in your set with your cells Get comfortable with the thought of fear. Get ready for it. It might not be what you think, but it also might be exactly what you think, but you might realize that you truly can face it and handle it and that you're meant to. know the feeling of fear and I feel like there are a couple different kinds of fear like a holy shit fear or a genuinely scared for your life fear or a fear because it's something unknown I mean fear is fear is fear is fear is fear and for some of us it shows up a lot more than for others Um, I'm going to just read a quick definition of fear as a noun it is an unpleasant but often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger Anxious concern, solitude, profound reverence and awe, reason for alarm, danger. Fear as a verb is to be afraid of, to expect with alarm, or it's to have a reverential awe of. Uh, So yeah, interesting because you can be afraid of something in a negative way. And when I say negative, I mean like the connotations that we as humans put on it personally. Personally. 
or in a positive way, which is a reverence and awe, like nature, for example. Um, here's a good example of this type of fear. And, and what I mean by that is the kind that is a profound reverence and awe, to have a reverential awe of. I think of Mother Nature. Like, you can't control that shit. The ocean. So you go out in the ocean and it is amazing and gorgeous, but the ocean does not care about you. It's not going to be gentle on you if it's, if it's rough waters. It's not going to change itself for you. You have no control. So when you're, for example, swimming out there or surfing and you fall uh, and you get rocked and your surfboard flies up into the air and you're just rolling and tucking your head and hoping for the best. You don't even know which way is up or down. All you know for sure is that you're headed to the shore because that's the way waves work. So you know that much. Um, it's so scary, but it's like in a mo- like in an amazing way. Same with tornadoes, for example. Uh, we just, last week or the week before, there was a tornado alarm. Luckily, I was at home for lunch. Got my dogs down there. Um, I got down there. And I was shaking. I was so terrified. But I also had nothing but respect for it because it's a tornado. I mean, that's nature. It's just, it's, I can't help but respect things like that. So for me, that's something that I have a profound reverence and awe for. Um, same with life really. Um, but yeah, so fear is crazy. It just like, it's for, like I was saying earlier, for some of us, it's a constant, um, which that kind of actually starts to border on anxiety, depending on if it's a fear of something that you can't control, that's more or less anxiety. Um, but it's all very fine lines all across the board. Um, But it's interesting because fear in human beings may occur in response to a certain stimulus occurring in the present or in anticipation or expectation of a future threat perceived as a risk to body or life. So that's when you kind of start getting into anxiety territory when you're about the future, um, depending on the situation, of course. Interesting fact is that fear is one of 10 innate emotions, meaning it's a natural occurring everyone has, which everyone's felt, I believe, all the emotions, but Fear is one of the 10 natural, original, you know, the OG gang of emotions. Managing your fear can be pretty confusing, especially when your fears don't correlate with obvious danger. Um, When you just are afraid to do something or public speak, you're not in danger. Um, But it's, it's something I feel like a lot of us can relate to, if not everyone on some level. And fun fact, and this I can tell you time and time again, it's true. There's nothing that is more true than this. The best way to overcome your fear, face it head on. It feels the most unnatural and it's what you're trying to avoid is the fear. You You want to do anything you can to not feel that way or to do something that makes you feel that way. But it's the way to get past it is exactly the opposite. You got to do it. You just got to fucking do it. Nike, I'm not trying to steal your just do it, but seriously, just do it. Just do it. Every time, that is the only way to overcome your fear, is to just do it. And if it's a psychological fear or a trauma of remembering something in the past, just look at it. Just look at it. Um, I can't remember who it was. I was either reading something from this person or listening to something about this person. I believe it was a female, but... So let's just, for the sake of this 
discussion. We'll just say it was. So she said that she was grappling with her fear daily, just almost constantly throughout the day. I can relate to that, girlfriend. But uh, she decided to, on top of facing it and looking at it, looking right at it and not looking away, think of like a person sitting across from you and you're averting your eyes and you can't make eye contact or you won't. Do the opposite. Look them straight in the eye. It's like that. But with picture that being you and fear instead of you and another person. Look at it. Just like a lot of like uh, trauma or embarrassing things or things, shame. Um, if you just look at it in the eye, it's similar to taking a flashlight and everything the flashlight touches is light. So say you're in a basement and, you, and you're moving your flashlight around. You're turning darkness into light, literally. It's a really similar with fear or shame or any, this can be applied to any emotion that you are struggling with. So she said that she, instead of, aside from just doing it and facing it, she, and looking at it in the eye, metaphorically speaking, she would also accept it and ask it questions and prompt it and show love to it in a way, almost like a parent with a child who's just been, is just bad all the time. You're, you're asking them, instead of yelling at them or avoiding them or being afraid of them, you sit down make eye contact and talk to them, have a discussion with them. So it's with, do that with your fear. Try it. Just try it even one time. No, you don't even have to tell anyone. No one will know but you, but you're welcome ahead of time. You're going to love it. But it's just fascinating to me the way she portrayed that and the way she described it and what it did for her. And she does it all the time. And so I thought, okay, that's amazing. I'm going to do that with all the things, all the emotions I, I feel like I avoid or um, view as bad they're, that doesn't mean they're bad. They're necessary. They're all necessary. So I, I've started to do that, and it's really fascinating. It's so interesting. So I would suggest that you guys try that if it's something that you're looking for help with um, or ideas as far as how to cope or deal with it or um, ease it a little bit. So, And that's the thing. Like People think to hide it. You don't have to hide it. You might feel like you do, but and you might feel like you have to avoid it and you might feel like you have to numb it and ignore it and just not acknowledge its existence. But, and that's all fine and dandy. You can do that. You can do that for a long time. You can't do it forever. Okay. You're going to, you're going to start to manifest some serious issues physically and mentally. If you keep ignoring your emotions, they need to be seen. That's why they keep coming up. And you might be thinking, like for me, for example, this past week, which we're going to get into in just a few minutes, everything I did this past week was just like, it, all I could see was fear and all I could feel was fear. But I kept doing it anyways. That I didn't stop at all. I didn't even slow down. If anything, it made me like, oh no, hell no. And so I'd keep doing what I was afraid of. And it never went away. And eventually I'm just like, okay, well, that's cool. So you're here. Thanks for joining the party. If you're, um, you're one of like my, you're the guest who always comes. <laughs> you're the one who never RSVPs know. Um, but uh, yeah, good to see you and uh, enjoy the ride. I guess that's seriously what I was doing because I, you got, I get sick of feeling afraid and letting it stop me. So instead of feeling afraid all the time and letting it dictate what I do and how I live my life. 
I've let fear be there all the time and I do the shit anyway. And it's awesome. It's so much fun. And fear is always there, but so is fun. And so is happiness. And so is uh, accomplishment and strength and all sorts of other things. So yeah, I mean, just don't ignore it, okay? It, It wants to be seen. It needs to be seen. It's not a bad thing. So look that fear in the eye and let it know that you see it, okay? And it will either subside or it'll stay but at least you did it and you will feel the difference okay even if it's still there and doesn't go away you will know and you will feel different in a different way that is not something I can explain with words you just got to do it and see for yourself I'm here for you you got this What are the times this week that I felt fear? Well, there are so many, but I'll start with Sky Zone. So we went to Sky Zone, and if you're not sure what that is, it's a trampoline park. It's heaven, basically, for me. Oh, my God, I loved it. It was so much fun. So they had all this stuff, like this foam pit, which is similar to like in gymnastics where there's really, really, really high bouncy trampoline with a lot of bounce so that you can work on foals and and stuff like that. Um, and then there's, you can also flip out into the pit, which is perfect if you're not sure about landing. So that way you don't injure yourself. The way of getting injured, the risk of it is way down. Uh, it's possible, but it's way down. And it's also similar to like a, the bars, like when you're doing a bar routine at the end. Um, that way, again, if you're unsure of something and not sure if you can land it or whatnot, you won't. You can do that more confidently without getting hurt. So they had that. First thing I'm like, uh, yep, doing it. So as I'm bouncing, I'm realizing the, the amount of fear inside of my body was so intense that I, I seriously felt like I was going to black out. I, ha- I don't know why. Sure, it's been years since I've tumbled, but it's like riding a bike. My body, it is like second nature to me. It's like breathing. I was not concerned at all about it. But for some reason, I was terrified. So I did it. And I thought, okay, it'll be easier now. No. In fact, I actually, I over, I got so pumped up. I did a full and a half, which is insanity. But I, I just, I was so terrified. I'm, I'm going back there and like freezing up right now in my, my memory. Don't get me wrong. I had a blast. It was just so scary. I wanted to do so much more, but I was just so terrified. So then there's an, an area where there's like, um, like a long tumbling pass. Unfortunately, it was broken up by this little uh, plastic barrier thing that split it into two. I really wish that that wasn't there. Just FYI. I'm just making it known that should not be there. Like, let it just be one long tumbling pass, please. That would have been a dream. But anyways, I'm do- so I'm doing an actual tumbling-, tumbling pass. It's been forever. I do it terrified. I mean, every time I did, I, I did a lot of stuff that I used to do, and I it never went away. It was, I was so terrified, but it was so much fun though. It was so much fun. Um, and so, yeah, that was one of the things. The next story that you're about to hear is explicit, this next section. So I'm going to play for you what I had to record the minute I got home because I was about to go put Augie down for a nap and my body was 
physically humming. It was, I was shaking and vibrating so much because of what I had just experienced. So as soon as I pulled up, I had to get it out. So it's unfortunately on my speakerphone in my car. Somehow it picked up as I was recording. I just really wanted to get it out and I didn't even think about that. And I was driving when I started. By the time I pulled up and turned my car off, it was already recording on my car phone. So it's very kind of hard to hear. So keep that in mind. If you've got your volume up or whatever, you might want to adjust that now. And it is explicit because it is my actual raw reaction to what I had just done. Don't be afraid. It wasn't anything crazy. It was just, for me, insanity. It was so intense. Holy shit. I am literally, my voice shaking. My whole body is shaking because I just released a squirrel and it wasn't even at my house. I was walking to the river with Atticus a little bit ago and uh, we turned the corner and in front of this beautiful Victorian house, right at the base of a tree, is this squirrel in a trap. And I'm like, holy shit. First of all, what the fuck? Who does this shit? So pissed. So pissed already. I am on fire. Look for a long stick, whatever. Be thinking that I could push it in. I don't, I have no idea. I don't know anything about traps because I'm um, actually a nice and good human being. So then I, um, get home and I'm talking to my husband about it and he's like get some garden gloves out in the garage and I do a YouTube search real quick and luckily I had a feeling it was the same trap that was used in this video that taught you how to release it was so I watched it terrified I mean I'm still shaking I go up to this thing and it's making the most sad sounds like it is scared to fucking death no shit Sherlock it's a trapped animal that's not okay and the sounds coming out of that thing, I will never, I'm never going to forget. I'm literally shaking from my head to my toes I, on the inside out. I am just so, took down the address. I will be calling animal control and um, reporting their asses because I don't care if you've got a beautiful garden or whatever your reason is for having that trap out there. Say it wasn't even for a squirrel. I don't give a fuck. You don't do that shit. Not on my watch. Not on my fucking watch. So fuck you. No, I don't care how nice you are. I'm not doing it. This isn't going to happen. And I hope you were watching me outside of your house window. And I hope you do think, oh, my God, what did she just do? Fucking find me. Find me. I don't give a fuck. You don't do that shit. I am so on fire right now. But I was scared to death to do that. That's probably the number one thing. I've, I don't think I've ever been so scared in my entire life to do something, but I knew I was going to do it anyway. So that one takes the cake. I don't even want to ask what's next because I did not enjoy that because that animal, who knows how long it was in there and how long it was suffering. And the worst part is the first time I walked by, it was all alone. Second time, there's another squirrel that keeps checking on it. So I'm thinking, oh, great, this squirrel's going to jump on my head and scratch the shit out of me and bite me. But you know what? Even if someone told me that was absolutely going to happen, I would do it all over again. Swear to God. Does that make me crazy? I don't care. I don't care. I just cannot even handle this. So I had to just get this out before I go inside and try to put my son down for a nap because he's going to be like, why the hell is my mom shake? Is she having a seizure? It feels like it, but I'm not. Okay, just wanted to share that. I've had some time to calm down, cool off, gather my thoughts, take a deep breath. But you guys, I'm not kidding you. It was such, it, it was just, I was so mad. 
and sad for that squirrel. I, you guys, I wasn't kidding when I said I feel everything. I really do. I'm not kidding you. I would have, it felt like not personal in that sense. Like I didn't think this house did that on purpose. They knew I'd walk, but nothing like that. But it felt personal. Like it felt like, can we not just treat other beings, even if they don't look like us and they're tiny and everyone's, you know, thinks they're less than they're not. That's a life. They're alive too. They have the right to be there. Can we just respect each other and live in peace, please? I mean, that's, it's just, oh, it was so frustrating. So right when Atticus and I walk by, I hear this sound, well, literally a sound of a squirrel running around a cage, which, because that's what it was, but it was so out of place. It was just like, wait, what the heck? I look over and see it, and immediately I went through about seven different, different emotions within one second. The first one was pure anger and rage. Second one was just de- despair, kind of like a defeat. I knew, got to keep walking, got to go meet up with Atticus and them, got to get this Great Dane back because he's already acting like he's ran 10 miles. And I don't know, I'm going to have to call JC to come get us because <laughs> poor guy was struggling. But uh, I knew that I was going to come back and take care of that. I knew I didn't want to. I knew I was scared to death. I knew and I was angry that it was even a situation. I was so mad that that was even a thing that I was going to have to do. I shouldn't have to do that because there shouldn't be a squirrel or any animal trapped. It's just so messed up. So we get to the park. We get home finally, which I, you guys, I'm not kidding. That dog, at one point I was pulling him and I just kept trying to like, I felt like he was running a marathon and I'm encouraging him like, oh, you can do it. We're literally right there. It's you're so close. Just push it. Dig deep. You know, all those things. <laughs> we did make it home. But honest to God, I thought I was going to have to call JC to come get us the poor guy. But we get home and I'm freaking out. I'm Google. I'm Googling, um, YouTubing, trying to figure out, trying to zoom in on the video I took as I was passing just to make sure that there was evidence. And so I could show JC and maybe he would know what kind of trap this was. And I am just buzzing because I know that I this is not something I want to do. And I have no idea how to do it. And I'm terrified about doing this for so many reasons. I'm terrified that I'm going to get caught and yelled at, which don't you worry. I'd fight back and I, I would hold my own for sure. But I, I just didn't want to, this to be a whole thing. Um, I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to get it open. I was afraid that I would get scratched and attacked. I was afraid that as soon as I did open it, it would run out into traffic. So many more fears going through my mind that I'm not even going to waste my time with because it's, it's done. But I'm just like, okay, how do I do this? Trying to gather everything I can. I had this huge ass stick that I walked home with from the river thinking I could maybe push it open, which that's not the case. And the stick is still in my car. Actually, I just remembered that. But I found some gardening gloves. Turns out I didn't realize this till I was doing the releasing that there was a hole in one of one of them, whatever. I didn't even need them. All the people on YouTube, they didn't even have uh, gloves on at all. But you never know. I mean, I'm not in this. I'm not the squirrel. I don't know how it's going to react. Um, so yeah, finally, I figure it out. I get enough courage. I get in my car. I try to find a parking spot because randomly it's like everyone's parked around that area and I want to be able to go to my car quick. Um, so I do that. I start walking up to it and I'm realizing this is it. Like this is happening. I'm doing this. I'm so terrified. That squirrel that uh, I was talking about before that was hanging out, 
out around the cage, like climbed up the tree real quick. And so here I am thinking, as I'm letting this one out, that one's going to jump on my head, which I would too. I'd be like freaking out if someone was going near my friend or family. Um, it didn't, thank God. But the squirrel, the sounds it was making, you guys, it was so sad. It was so heartbreaking. I will never get that sound out of my head. I will always be able to hear that sound. And I, I just remember thinking, I'm not trying to hurt you. Please don't hurt me. I just remember kind of like whoosh, blanket of calm over me as I was still terrified, but mostly I was calm because I can do that. Like it's like a switch I can do when something is important or needs to be done or quick or whatever. I can kind of turn that off. And so that's what I did. And oh my God, I'm like freaking out just thinking about this. So my the garden gloves are huge because they're not mine and they're like JC so they're they're massive and I'm trying to like get a grip and I almost take it off and then I'm like I'm already doing this this thing's so scared that was just going to take more time I just got to do it figure it out so I get it and I start pulling it up and it's like starts slamming down on me again and I finally use both hands and get it and at this point the squirrel turns around and sees it and is out of there so fast and climb like across the yard diagonally and ends up climbing a telephone pole. And I remember I was looking up at it and I, it stopped when it felt safe, I'm assuming, and looked over at me and I shit you not, we had a moment. I'm like, our eyes met and I think that squirrel knew. She's not the one that did this. She's not going to hurt me. And I was just like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> And I'm laughing because I realize how funny that sounds because most people wouldn't even notice. Most people could, and if they did notice, they could care less. Not me. I'm telling you, it was like somebody did that to my sister or if I had a brother, they did it to them. Like, that's not okay with me. And if I see that shit, I'm going to address it. Okay. I wanted to take that trap with me and recycle it or do something, make something good out of it. But I didn't. I, I just, I didn't want to get into, I didn't want to get like robbery charges or whatever. But yeah, um, that was so terrifying, but also rewarding. And now, always good to follow through, even if you're afraid with shit, because now I know how to release squirrels with that specific um, trap or any animal. I know one more thing now than I did before. That's a win. With it being the end of May, I know that there are a lot of grads out there. That's eighth grade graduate, graduates, high school, college. Um, sorry, I had to get a drink of water. <clears throat> but uh, so I just thought maybe give you some advice, which my advice is not end all be all. Nobody's advice is. Okay, but it's just something that if I could tell myself looking back or if somebody would have told me well not so much if somebody would have told me because when you're young you're just going to do what you need to do um and sometimes if it depends on what advice you get sometimes it impacts you at the time but usually not so yeah um I would say there's probably a lot of different types of personalities graduating in each class everywhere around the world no matter what but so for the ones who are freaking out, like, oh my gosh, I got to do this and this and this, like, just take a deep breath and slow down because seriously, it's not that big. It's, it is a big deal. 
I shouldn't say like, oh, you graduated. Fuck you. No, I don't mean it that way. What I'm saying is nothing is ever as big as it seems. Nothing is ever as good as it seems. Nothing is ever as bad as it seems. Nothing is ever as dramatic or important as we make it out to be in the moment. Okay, and that's something that is just true across the board. But it really does apply towards graduation, mostly because you, you've got these people saying you need to do this, you need to do that, asking questions like what school are you going to? How are you paying for it? What sports are you going to do? What's your major? That's a big one once you get to college. Are, people will ask you. You'll be out partying or whatever or out and about, wh- whatever you're doing. What's your major? What are you majoring in? That's going to be the question you're going to hear a lot. Okay, and if you don't know, good for you because guess what I knew quote unquote but I didn't well because I I knew a couple things and then I would change my mind and then I would change my mind and that's another thing changing your mind's okay you can change your mind all right basically if you go into the experience of I'm specifically talking apparently right now to college-bound graduates you just got out of high school you graduated exciting scary but exciting uh you can change your mind as many times as you want. It's not as important as it feels ever. Nothing is as important as it feels in the moment. And that is not a negative. That is, take that and use it, okay? Take that and remember it so that you can take a step back and deep, take some deep breaths and just realize there is so much time for me to figure this out. And if you rush it or you fake it or you try to be something you're not or try to do something that's just not meant for you, you might succeed if you've got crazy willpower, but your body's going to pay for it. You're going to lose a lot of years doing that when, and then end up unhappy. So basically, just don't worry so much, okay? You got this. You can do this. You can change your mind anytime you want. The most amount of stress that you're going to be feeling is stress that you're putting onto yourself. Granted, you've got people around you, you know, really rooting for you and 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 you might transfer that as stress but you're the only one that can be stressed out if you let it happen it's easy to do I'm not saying I don't do it I do it all the time I do it every day I'm probably doing it right now but at least I know that okay so maybe if you know that you'll be better at it than I am I'm working on it but you got to just do you okay it's like we start to say something or express ourselves, or create a tagline, or a description, or an explanation, and then we start freaking out. Like, well, if I say it this way, well, I can't. I remember that time I posted such and such, and I looked back and thought, holy shit, that's not what I really meant to say. I could have put that in a much better way. I could have totally said that better. Or even, I could have said this instead. And you start to think, okay, I'll just wait until next time when I actually know what to say for sure. And then you end up never posting or sharing or creating because you're paranoid and you're frozen. Just fucking get it out. Say it. Start there. That's where you start. You just say it. Because if you don't, you never will. And if you do say it and you stay true to yourself and you get it out however it feels and let it be a natural expression, your message will be heard how it's supposed to be heard, especially by the people who are supposed to hear it. So never worry, okay? Just don't edit yourself. You can't. Let it out. Get it out. Just get it out. Start there. 
But I want to know about you guys. What do you, what do you guys want? What do you want to hear about? What do you want to talk about? You guys want to be on the show? Do, do you guys want to co-host with me? Do you want to do like a group interview? Do you want to do a single interview? Tell me what you need. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you crave. What do you crave? What do you, what do you think would make you wake up and or throughout your day give you something to look forward to? Because that's what I want to do. 100%. I want to relate to you. Let me know what you want. Let me know what you need. I feel like I'm sick of sitting here doing these episodes and dancing to myself and talking to myself because it's what it feels like. And actually, I could do this shit all day. I really could. But I know when I hear myself and when I look back on conversations with other people, I'm better with other people. I just am. Not like a shit ton of people, but at least one person minimum. Maximum, it just depends on the group, to be honest. But I need at least another person. And then if once that's around, oh my goodness, I thrive. And I let loose. And you, you guys will benefit from that. I know you're out there. There's somebody. I can feel it. And I'm so ready. Are you ready? Because I am. So let me know because I'm ready. So when you're ready, let me know. ASAP. Let's not waste time. And if you're unsure, get ready. Okay, because if you're unsure, that means you're ready. You just won't admit it. You're not used to doing that. You're not used to diving in head first. You're not used to releasing squirrels and shit on a whim. <laughs> um, but if you ever find one, do it. Fucking YouTube that shit and release it. And you will just trust me. Whatever it is that you're afraid of. Whatever it is that scares the shit out of you. Go out and do it right now. Unless it's harmful to somebody else. But go out and do it. I promise you, A, you will be able to do it. B, you'll kick ass at it and C, you are going to be better for it. So do it. If you need my help, let me know. I'm here for that too. Fuck, I'll do it with you. I'll do it for you and then we can work our way up from there. To the person who knows uh, exactly what they want to do, whether it's this dream they have or this urge or this desire, or this calling, do it. And if your reason for not doing it is fear of what people will say or think about you, let me just talk you through this. Let me just try this. Picture them saying it or doing it, whatever it is that you're afraid of. And then what? So what? So they do it or say it. Maybe it'll hurt. Maybe it'll really hurt if it's someone close to you or someone that you admire or want approval from. But once it's done hurting, you're going to realize... There's a shit ton of people out there who needed you to do that, who needed what you can bring to what you just did, whatever it it was or may be. There's a reason that you felt that way. There's a reason that you felt called to do that. It's because you were the one that needed to say it or do it in the way that only you can. And so many more people are going to appreciate that, look up to it, respect it, feel inspired by it, than that one person or however many people who had something bad to say. And to me, that's worth it. That's absolutely worth it. Blooper time. I love me some good bloopers and I've got plenty, honey. Yeah, but, but why?
Like, why do why do we have to wear pants? I don't understand. Let me have, oh my God, can I just get a word out correctly, please? Damn. Oh shit. Ah, dang. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. Oh my God, my foot's asleep. Oh, that could have been bad. That could have been real bad. Come on, wrap it up. I got shit to do. So, if you're ready to tune out from your world for a little bit, tune into mine, where you can be sure to find yourself learning, laughing, and letting go of all the things that don't serve you. Earth to Brit can be found wherever you go to get your next podcast fix. You can find me on Instagram at Earth to Brit Podcast, on Facebook, which is also Earth to Brit Podcast. Emails can be sent to earthtobrit.podcast at gmail.com. The podcast website is www.anchor.fm slash earth to Brit. Mind you, that Brit is with two T's. And don't forget, you guys, you can now send me a voice message. It's so easy. Anyone can do it. And it'll make my day. I promise. If you prefer that I not use your voice message in a future episode, just let me know and I'll keep it private. But seriously, send me some love. I really want to hear from you. Talk to you soon. To the guy or girl out there who is either living in a small town, a big town, in the country, in the city, it doesn't matter. To the person out there who is struggling with something important about themselves that they haven't told anyone. Whether it's realizing or accepting that you're gay or that you're bisexual or that you don't have feelings for anyone ever or that you have issues around food or and weight or you obsess about certain things or you're struggling with OCD and you don't have anyone to turn to. Whatever it is, if you're out there afraid of something and it's holding you hostage and you don't have anyone around you that you can trust with that secret or with that news, practice with me. Get a hold of me. The email is in the end and at the end I'll give it out and it's also um I'm pretty sure I type it in the show notes, but if if not, it's Earth to Brit, E A R T H T O B R I T T dot podcast, P O D C A S T at gmail.com. I will I will never, ever, ever betray anyone, whether I know you or not, with something that you want me to keep to myself. I am extremely good at it, which is why I am so full of secrets. Um, but yeah, I just think that if you knew that there's even one person who cared, I think that would help you. And I just want you to know, I care. I don't have to know you. I care about everyone. I care about you. If you're existing, you're existing right now and you have a problem, whether it's huge, small, scary, whatever it is, I care. You matter. And I am safe. You are safe with me. You are always going to be safe with me. Let me know and I'll be here.